In life, the decisions we make can be like the notes to a well-crafted song. But what happens when we hit a chord that was unexpected and it doesn't jive with the rest of the song? Do we quit focusing all our attention on the mistake? Or do we find a way to push through? Well, we're going to talk about that in this episode of the Perpetual Good Podcast. It's the Perpetual Good Podcast with your host, Kenneth Hopkins. Join us as we discover the good things that are happening all around us and what we can do to bring even more good to our communities. Life is like a box of assorted chocolates. But what swirls in my head? Donuts from boxes. Both go with the concept. Never know what you'll get unless you are open. Welcome back to the Perpetual Good Podcast. Wow, it has been it has been over a year since we have done our last episode. And it was actually this time last year that I was working on an episode, and we're going to get into that a little bit as we talk about what's really been happening over the last year. And some of you may have been wondering, where has the Perpetual Podcast been? Um, I don't know, maybe some of you weren't even wondering, maybe some of you just completely forgot about it and really didn't care. But you know what? We're back and I'm going to tell you anyways. Now, what we're not going to do is I'm not going to give you a whole recap of everything that's happened over the last year, but I'm going to tell you some of the lessons that um, that I learned in the process over this year um, were in uh, basically the same kind of setup, but in a new studio and a new state. So there's been a lot of movement and a lot of growth. And uh, some of the lessons that I learned are actually going to come from some of the content that uh, that you're going to hear about today. Um, so we're going to start off with uh, not only what went on with, uh, with my life, with our life here, but um, a lesson that I learned from Herbie Hancock when he was playing with Miles Davis. Right in the middle of his solo, I played the wrong chord. A chord that was it just sounded completely it was august of last year and i was putting together what i thought was going to be probably one of the most impactful and epic episodes that i had worked on uh, really in a long time or even throughout the entire podcast there were three or four different uh, threads that had all just seemingly, at least on paper, woven together really, really well. In my mind, I thought that I was, uh, that I was hitting everything just right. But when I listened to the draft of the episode, it it felt to me just exactly like what you heard from Herbie Hancock. It felt like 
I hit the wrong chord. And it would be one thing if it was just something that you could just kind of go through, but something about that just absolutely stopped me. And I tried to work through it. I tried to re-record it, but something in me just sat and it just felt like a big mistake. And the, the hard part about this is it wasn't just that it felt like a mistake. I internalized it. And so I felt like I was making a mistake, like my all of my efforts were were just wrong. And I couldn't get over it. And so we were in the process of uh, getting our, our, our thoughts together about moving. We wanted to move and we're trying to figure out where and and it became a convenient escape to work on other things and to focus on other things. Even though in the back of my mind, I really wanted to, uh, I wanted to complete the episode and I wanted to complete um, getting the podcast going again. But there was something in me that just felt, it felt wrong. It felt bad. It felt not good enough. And so I put it off and I put it on my calendar. We're going to get back into it. We're going to start looking at it. And every time I'd sit down at the microphone, nothing felt right. It wasn't that any of the concepts were bad. It was just that the, the, the effort kept bringing me back to, for me, what was that wrong note? And I felt like I was, I was just cycling through this, cycling through this error. And when you listen to the, the full interview with Herbie Hancock, uh, what he was talking about was this was a live recording where he was playing with, uh, some of the best. I mean, he was, he was part of Miles Davis quartet and, um, uh, they were, uh, totally in sync. Everything was going well. The, the night was fun, in his own words. Uh, the music was hot. Everything was happening right. And in the middle of all of that, in the middle of one of Miles' epic solos, he hits that note. And for somebody like Herbie Hancock, this is his profession. This is, this is who he is. Um, uh, it was... It was devastating to him at the moment, um, and so I could totally understand this. This was a this was a mirror for me, and what I had to work through over all of this time was what it means to sit in that level of that level of mistake and try to try to reconcile the things that you were doing and the 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 so-called perfection that we have over the things that we do in our minds and what what a mistake is um those were some of the things that that i spent the last year thinking about i thought about changing the format i thought about changing uh some of the things that i did even changing the name of the perpetual good podcast and none of those things brought me any satisfaction but I realized a lot when I got to the point 
where I could identify with a little bit more of what Herbie said, and we're going to hear some more of that, um, I realized that I was focusing on the wrong thing. Um, I was focusing on the mistake, and everything that I did to try to rectify that kept bringing me back to there's a mistake that needs to be corrected by me or it needs to be covered up or something. Um, but in my mind, it was still a mistake. A chord that was, it just sounded completely wrong. It sounded like a big mistake. And I did this and I went, oh, like this. And I put my hands around my, my, my ears. The performance was live, everything was moving, and in the moment, anything that happened would have actually been intensified for, for Herbie, for you, for me, for anyone. When we are in that moment, the things that happen in that moment become so much more than what they would in any other circumstance. If this had happened during rehearsal, wouldn't have been a big deal. Stop, retool, kind of go through it and, and get back on it and go. He probably wouldn't have even thought about it. But because this was a, a live performance, because it was a moment that was, that was impactful, not only for himself, but for all of the musicians and also for, for the entire audience, it was very much intens intensified. So for Herbie, as he said, he, he stopped and not just stopped, but he stopped and he put his hands over his ears. It was in the moment something that really took over the, the level of, and I don't want to see, I don't even want to say the level of mistake because that, that wasn't it, but the interpretation of the mistake took over not only what Herbie was doing in the moment, but it kind of took over who he was. Because up until that point, Herbie was, was acting, he was performing as a, as a professional jazz musician. But when that event happened, Herbie stopped doing what he does as a profession. He stopped focusing on the fact that he actually had to continue this song. He was in the middle of the song, but it pulled him back from that. I totally identify with that. That, that feels exactly like what happened to me. And I, I, I pulled back and, and it, it may even have seemed like for a moment, but there's, there's something happens when, when something like that happens to us. The, the stopping is easy, but getting back in is, is, is so much harder. I, the, the, the picture that came to me was of, of kids playing double dutch. Uh, for those of you who don't know what double dutch is, it's basically jump ropes, but it's with two different ropes going at the same time. And, uh, they're going in opposite directions, and so you have to time it right in order to get in so that you don't hit either of those ropes, and then you are 
you're doing your best to keep going so that the so that the game can continue. And for me, when when I stopped, it was it, it was almost easy. I uh, as I, I, I had so much stuff going on, it, it seemed like it was easy to be able to stop. But when I started to try to go back, it felt very much like trying to get into a double dutch game. And so I, I'm just I'm imagining myself standing on the line, looking at the ropes, going and thinking, I, I could probably do this. But for me, there was something in me that says, it, it just it wasn't perfect enough. I'm gonna hit one of those ropes, and the game is gonna be over. So I, I stood on that line. I, I kept acting like I was going to get in. Uh, there were many days where I would come and I would sit down at the uh, sit down at the microphone and I would open up all of the apps and my mind said, "It's time to play the game." But I saw the ropes going, and I saw not the opportunity for me to get in and have fun and enjoy the game. But I saw the opportunity for me to make another mistake for the game to end because I did something else wrong. And so everything started to become identified with that. It's, it's hard to make those transitions and it's, it's easy to get stuck in that. When you listen to the interview, Herbie said that he was actually stuck for about a minute. And in a song, a standard song, which may last anywhere from three to three to six minutes. And if there's improv, there's, you know, it may go more or less than that. But that's a significant amount of time, especially for a professional musician to to pull back. Now, in the in the course of improv, it, it's it's a little bit easier. You can uh, you can allow other musicians to take uh, uh, to take the lead in that. But still, for him, knowing that he was supposed to be playing for that time, uh, that was that was actually very significant. So for me, during this time, as I was as I was in one sense kind of sitting on the sidelines. I wasn't just sitting still. Um, even though I wasn't doing my own podcast, I, I started working with uh, some other people who were interested in starting their own. And I was talking them through it. I was giving them resources. I was, um, I was uh, looking at their overall content and giving them suggestions. I was doing a lot of work around their podcast, but I wasn't doing anything of my own. So it was a tough time to try to get through that. And for Herbie, it was also a tough time. But the beauty of all of this was not so much what happened in that particular moment, but what happened next, because what happened next changed Herbie's mindset and it also changed mine. around my, my my ears 
And Miles paused for a second, and then he played some notes that made my chord right. He made it correct, which astounded me. I was I couldn't believe what I heard. He, Miles was able to make something that was wrong into something that was right. See, this is what I love about good jazz and good musicians. Herbie, when he was playing, he focused so much on the mechanics of that one note and what it could have done for the entire song. This was the song that they were playing. Ironically, the name of the song is So What? What a lesson in that. But Herbie knew in his mind what the song was supposed to be like. But when Miles heard that note, he didn't hear a mistake. He didn't hear an error. What he heard was a note that allowed him to launch in a completely different direction. Still playing the same song, but the improv that came from that, the life of the music was not looking at a mistake, it was looking at an opportunity. And so Herbie was so shocked by this, he, he just kind of sat there and he, he couldn't he couldn't understand what was going on, what Miles was able to do. Miles paused for a moment, picked up some notes, and just kept playing. And so for Miles, it was just something that happened. And so much of our life is we we identify it as wrong and mistake and and problem and and things that really condemn us but if we live in the power of improv and really that's what life is all about life is is constantly moving and changing and adjusting and and seeing what happens in whatever circumstance and just pivoting with that then it's not a mistake it's just an opportunity. It's just what happens with life. And that's what happened with Herbie. And that's really what's happened with me. So I've spent a lot of time, really, this, this last year, looking over that one present moment. And in my mind, I was saying, mistake, 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 mistake. For Herbie, it lasted about a minute. For me, it lasted a year. But only recently did I realize that, one, it wasn't a mistake. All of the stuff that I was going to talk about a year ago, it's, it's going to happen. It's just going to happen in a different way. And two, I was letting the wrong interpretation of that event affect not only that one episode and not only that one moment, but it was affecting my entire being as a podcaster, as a communicator, as an encourager. So the Perpetual Good Podcast was kind of set aside for a year, but that's changed. So now we're coming back. The good thing is things aren't going to be perfect, but they're going to be here.
and we have the opportunity to improv. We have the opportunity to do some different things. I'm excited about getting back into this for a number of reasons. One, because I know there's some really good people out there. I know that there are people that are doing some really great things. And I know that I have the opportunity to let you in and let you share with uh, some of those things. So I've already spoken to, um, uh, to three different people that have great stories and um, it's going to be not only about their lives, but about their communities and about their, their work, their work with, uh, with different people and um, just some of the, some of the goals that they have. Um, and then I have a couple of other uh, episodes that, that I'm working on. So um, over the next couple of weeks, two or three weeks, I'm going to be hard pressed in the studio working on uh, working on some episodes to um, to be able to share with you and uh, share with you some of the people that I know and, and people that I've met. Um, but it's all going to be about perpetuating good and showing what good can be out there. So for those of you who have been waiting for this, thank you. For those of you who have encouraged me through the process, thank you. For those of you who completely forgot that perpetual good was a thing, even thank you as well, because that gives me encouragement to continue on, to make sure that you, that you know that it's here and that it's, uh, that it's going to be around for a while. Um, so. I'm excited. Um, we've got some uh, some good things coming, so stay tuned. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Make sure that uh, that you're looking for the episodes that's coming up. And when you get a chance, listen to not only the um, uh, the interview with Herbie Hancock. You can find it on YouTube, but go back and listen to the whole song of uh, of So What. And just listen to the, uh, make sure that you find a live version and make sure that you just listen to how, how tight the arrangements are and realize that not all of that was completely scripted. A lot of it was just the power of good improv. So thanks again for, uh, for hanging out with us and we'll look forward to seeing and talking to you again on the next episode of the Perpetual Good Podcast. You have been listening to the Perpetual Good Podcast with your host, Kenneth Hopkins. Special thanks to Bled John for the theme music. Tune in next time for more stories of the good happening in our community. Have a great day and remember, don't let evil overwhelm you but overcome evil with good.